Welcome to Emerging Trends in Higher Ed. My name is Samantha Wilcox, your moderator for this podcast series. Today, we have a special podcast entitled A Student Story from Dissertation Completion Pathway to Dissertation of the Year. I am joined today with Dr. Bobby Maher, a recent NCU School of Education doctoral graduate, and Dr. Andy Riggle, Dean of the School of Education at North Central University. Hello to you both, and thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you, Sam. Absolutely. We would like to share a little about Dr. Maher's experience earning her doctorate at NCU through the Dissertation Completion Pathway Program. But before we get started, a big congratulations to Dr. Maher on earning her doctorate at NCU and receiving the prestigious Dissertation of the Year Award. Job well done. So let's get started. Dr. Riggle, I believe you have a few questions for Bobby. I sure do, Sam. So just to reiterate, dissertation of the year. Woo-hoo, Dr. Maher. Woo-hoo. Such a great accomplishment. So just had to put the plug in there for dissertation of the year award. This is a huge award for the university. Dissertation of the year for the entire university. So let's get started. I'm so excited to get started here, Bobby. So first, thank you for spending a little time with us today. And what a story you have to tell from restarting your doctorate at NCU to earning dissertation of the year. So congratulations again are certainly in order for both of these major accomplishments. So Bobby, let's begin by having you tell us a little bit about why you decided to complete your doctorate at NCU through the Dissertation Completion Pathway Program, otherwise known as what we refer to as the DCP program. For those of you who are listening, the DCP program prepares students who began their doctorate with another university and then to complete their doctorate at NCU. So Bobby, tell us a little bit about your story of why you began this journey with NCU. Well, um, I really have to start back at uh, my previous institution in order to create this pathway that that took me um, to NCU. But as a graduate student, um, I was very, very serious about my studies, very focused. I had a 4.0 through all of my graduate studies in my master's and my doctorate degree. And I um, enjoyed the process. I learned a lot at the institution I was at, uh, completing all of my courses there. And when I came to start the dissertation, I felt assured that I was going to be well prepared for that because I had put so much into all of my studies prior to that. And yet when I got to my dissertation um, at that university, I was struggling to get through my prospectus. Um, I actually spent two full semesters on my prospectus and still had not passed it. And um, at that time, I was in a cohort with five other students. We had formed our own personal support group in the doctoral program. They were also struggling. They actually, at the time that I left my institution, three of those women had already dropped out. So I was left and my one friend left and we were both struggling. She finally decided to stop with a a doctorate degree and just get her specialist degree and finish up because where I was, um, the tuition was also expensive. It was expensive. And you're running out of money and you feel like you're running out of time and you're running out of, um, you know, the feeling that you're going to get through this and accomplish this. And I absolutely did not want to quit um, because I had been an educator in K-12 for 
um, over 25 years at that point. And I always want, you know, felt I was a role model to my students. And I had always told them that, you know, hey, just because something is challenging you is not a reason to quit. You can't just stop. I had told my own children that. And I just could not let myself quit, but I really didn't know what to do. Um, and so I started calling around to other universities looking for a way to complete it someplace else because I really had lost faith that where I was at was going to get me through my program. And um, I happened to have called NCU. And it was a funny thing because the recruiter, whoever I'd gotten a hold of at the time, said to me, you know what, our university is actually working on something to address this issue, people who are ABD. And um, so, you know, it's coming out, it's coming out really soon, like in the next couple of weeks. And I was, I was just at a, you know, I had taken eight weeks off from my previous institution, just trying to decide, am I going to go back? What am I doing? And it was really within a week that NCU called me back and said, we do have this program and we are ready to kickstart it. And um, I think I was one of the first ones, like I had in a handful of people that's actually signed up um, to do the, the DCP. And one of the things that really brought me in, well, it's probably going to be a couple of things as I'm talking, but um, uh, Dr. Jennifer Smolka was, the, was my contact person. She was incredible. She had so much energy and positivity, and I, I knew I wanted to work with her. NCU was much more affordable. And um, I kind of, you know, I was going to have to pick up some credits. I realized that. Um, but I almost, you know, decided that okay, I'm paying 40% more at this other university and I'm having no movement at all. Um, and I'm going to take a gamble here that it might be cheaper and faster to go through NCU, even though I'm going to have to pick up additional credits. So um, thought about it, prayed about it, really, you know, rolled it over for the four to six weeks. And then I just decided to move forward and, and go for it. And so left my prior institution and um, then transferred right into NCU. Wow. Wow, Bobby, that's that's quite a story. And and just speaking of the course transfer process, how would what was particularly helpful regarding that course transfer process from your previous institution into NCU? What was maybe especially helpful? Okay, yeah, the, the the courses that I had to take prior to launching right back into my perspectives, I think I had to pick up 12 credits. Um, but it was really a, a, not a really painful experience, I guess, because, because of a couple things that I really like about NCU. Um, and one of the things I really liked is the one-on-one -on -one model. I really, really, I really liked that a lot. And I think some of it was because you know, I had done six, five, five years or whatever of graduate studies at my previous institution. And I got so bored with the predictability, like every week I was doing like a discussion board, reading assignment, discussion board, reading assignment. I did that for like five years straight, <laughs> like that program. And I just got, I just got so bored with that format. And 
I really liked the NCU one-on-one -on -one model and it shook things up a little bit and it wasn't, it was predictable in the sense of feeling like the assurance of, I know what's happening in the course and that kind of thing. Um, and yet it had enough variations where it wasn't, it wasn't boring, like it, just the delivery and it, the way I was delivering, you know, products and stuff, graded products um, into the courses. And another thing I really appreciated about the, the credits that I did have to pick up was they were completely connected to my dissertation, completely connected. And, you know, I mentioned earlier that I suddenly found out, even though I was a 4.0 student and I legitimately had read every single assignment I was assigned, I did everything, you know, I crossed everything and dotted every I. And I, I felt um, very sort of betrayed that I was not better prepared to do the dissertation where I was. Like, why am I not prepared for this? But, um, at NCU, I, you know, the entire time we were reshaping my dissertation because that was another thing. My, my previous dissertation was, was not a good foundational study. Like it wasn't very feasible. It, it could have taken years to get through all of the approvals that would have been needed for me to even launch my study. And so, you know, you don't want to lose track of all that time you spent studying. I had put eight months plus into that study. But um, with the help of the chair that I had at the time, she helped me to take what I had already studied, reshape it, um, and all of the coursework was, was designed to help me when I got to my dissertation. One of the courses was on the literature review. I was able to take what I had done in that course and have that as a foundation when I did write chapter two you know, with changes. I had to make changes, of course, and develop it out, but I used that as a foundation. and. Um, another course was on the quantitative and qualitative methodology and mixed methodologies. And my chair was very good with me with that because I had already, I was pretty fresh on that. I, I had a very good foundation of that from where I was at. And my chair was like, okay, we're going to just take what you've got. If you are feeling good about this and that, um, we're just going to apply this to your study and what this might look like. So all of that coursework I had to take was only really giving me the preparation that I should have had already um, going into my dissertation. It all applied to that. So I didn't feel like I was taking like wasted credits, you know, stuff I'd already done. I didn't feel that way at all. So, so Bobby, I, I heard a, a few really powerful pieces here. The one thing I heard was that the courses that you completed in, in NCU's DCP program really prepared you to finish your dissertation. I would also, I also heard the one-on-one -on -one model that you really appreciated the one-to-one -one support that you, you received from your, from your chair. And then I guess the third thing I kind of heard was, was the actual chair assistance and support that you received. And that, that kind of leads me into my next question. How would you describe maybe in a little more detail the support you received from your dissertation chair? What was that relationship like? What did they particularly do well that that really helped you complete this monumental task of a dissertation? Um, you know, that that is a great question. And and I, if you don't mind, I am going to just back that part up a little bit because I had already mentioned that my first chair, I did have two chairs while I was at NCU. 
Um, and my first chair, actually, she worked me through those 12 credits and then she, um, you know, transferred on into a different position. But her um, style was really what I needed at that time because she was very, um, she was very constructive for sure, but she was very much a cheerleader type and very personable. And I, you know, you kind of, when you come out of another university and you're not able to progress through your dissertation process, it's very defeating mentally. And um, you don't know if you can do it. You just, you don't know if you can. And um, she was, she was good for me at that time. Um, but then she left right when I was getting ready to start my practice. And I kind of choked a little bit when I found out she was leaving because here I was starting that, that phase, that prospectus that had stalled me for eight months and she was leaving and I was getting somebody new. So then I transferred into um, Dr. Linda Cummins. And when I had been at the DCP um, uh, retreat, I had, I had attended that. I had met a couple other um, instructors there and they were all very good. And so um, I really felt good about everyone I had met at NCU, actually, at that, at that retreat. Um, and, but, but, but Dr. Cummins was highly re recommended. And so even my previous chair was like, I think, you know, go with Dr. Cummins. So, um, I, I got in with Dr. Cummins and she, um, was just so, <laughs> she was so phenomenal in getting me through the process and she was tough. She was so tough. Um, and you know, you don't, Dr. Cummins gives you praise, but I mean, you really have to earn it. You really have to earn it. And, and she would just say, when I would get praise from her, she would say, good work, Bobby. <laughs> and, was, and I was like, wow, I did it. You know, because she, she doesn't, you know, she gives you very constructive feedback, but, um, she actually reminded me so much of my favorite high school teacher who was very, um, you know, she cared about you, challenged you, um, and she was down to business, you know, she, she was about your learning. And, and I felt that from, from Dr. Cummins. And I grew so much under her as, as a researcher and a scholar, but as an educator, just myself reflecting on practice and challenging students and, um, I just grew under her so much and her feedback was very specific. Um, that was one thing I was struggling with in my prospectus at, you know, my previous institution. Um, you know, I just didn't have a good foundation in writing that there, I think. But Dr. C or Dr. Cummins, um, her, her feedback was so specific and she would just challenged me so much to find my own answers to her feedback. You know, she, she didn't, you know, she didn't definitely didn't want to spoon feed me. And so, but it pushed me so much. And when my work would get passed on um, to the SME or anything else, I mean, it didn't come back with hardly any, any corrections because Dr. Cummins already had me like in shape before it got passed on. She didn't right. pass me unless it was ready. So her feedback was, I mean, it was excellent. Her feedback, very specific, um, very focused. And 
she was, she was, yeah, instrumental in getting me through and helping me grow. I believe you pretty much described Dr. Linda Cummins to, to the T because I've known Linda for quite some time and you, you've definitely captured the essence of why she's a highly effective educator in the, in the school of ed. I'm so happy that you were able to work with her and learn from her. And I, and for those of you who are listening, um, I, I do know that uh, Dr. Cummins and now Dr. Maher will may, may be doing some uh, research together post-doc work. So the relationship continues with our students even after graduation. So I'm really happy to hear all of those things. So Bob, kind of final overall kinds of questions for, for individuals who may kind of want to walk away with a little bit of an overall feeling here. Maybe you could just briefly say something in terms of Think about what the most positive aspect that you could say about your NCU experience as a doctoral student. What was the most positive experience aspect, you name it, the takeaway that, that, that you have about your NCU ex- experience that perhaps you will take with you for, for forever? Well, you know, I've said already so many things that I valued about my experience at NCU, but I, I, I will take you in a slightly different direction that is different from anything I've just previously said. And one of the things that I really appreciated at NCU was the very human part of my experience there. Um, Even though I was in a class at my previous institution, I was in classes with other students. But I, I sometimes... What I really missed about being online in that experience was you didn't have, you know, the experience that you would have in a in a brick and mortar classroom where you walk in and before class you you shoot the breeze with other students or your your, your instructor, you know, you have small talk, you have any of that kind of thing. And my experience at the other institution was so formal. It was so formal always and so serious and so um just, you know, driven with the purpose, which I, you know, I mean, you appreciate that. But after having done that for five years, it was like, sometimes I just want to, I just want to have something like human happen, you know, in our, in our discussions, like, can we all just ever just, you know, laugh about something or, you know, and that never happened. And when I came to NCU, Um, I went to the retreat almost, yeah, I went to the retreat after about four months, but my experience with Dr. Smolka too, she was very, very personable. I mean, she was like, tell me about your family. Tell me about your kids. Tell me who you are. Cause we're going to be close. We're going to be talking to each other a lot. And I'm going to tell you about my kids and we're, you know, and we were having like all these human discussions. And then when I went to the retreat, um, it was the same thing. Like, I'm not just saying that. I have no reason to say this, but um, I had such a good experience with everyone I met from NCU at that retreat. Everyone was friendly and we didn't just talk about the studies every second. You know, we talked sometimes about just our lives and who we are and what we care about. And I just appreciated that so much, just like having that opportunity and not just having it be a hundred percent of the time about the work, you know, and, you know, I mean, that is the focus, but you just want moments of that. And so I, I valued that. I felt, you know, I did, I, it's corny, I know, but I felt cared about. 
at NCU. That's 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 very important. And I, I think I heard you say it's even even though it's a 100% online experience, uh, basically that that you did feel this humanistic kind of feeling that you were connected with um, your instructors and and even some other students. And I and I'd like to tell um, for the who 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 are listening right now, our DCP program does have a a retreat, a camp, if you will, to try to bring DCP students together in the same room with various instructors. And from what I heard you say that that was a very powerful experience where you got to meet other instructors. There are humans behind your computer screen that care about you, that really want to work with you, get to know who you are and, and, and have that kind of two-way reciprocal communication that goes on. And it it really builds those relationships. And those are what relationships are what carry you through a doctoral program. So I'm really happy you kind of took it a different direction there um, and, and shared that. So just a couple of final things. Again, and, and, and oftentimes students will ask graduates for some maybe practical advice or even emotional advice when they're completing their doctorate or they're considering completing their doctorate. So any supportive advice for students out there who are considering the completion of their doctorate just some basic advice for for getting them through. I think you know, don't don't lose sight of what you really want, you know, and don't don't give in. It is easy to quit. Like there were many times, you know, um, that I guess I could have quit, um, and it does feel at times like it's such a long process and a long journey. And you know, I mean, are you going to get through it? But it really is, it really does, I think, come down to that, that internal voice, you know, because I just was determined. I was determined I was, I was not going to quit. And I, you know, it was so surprising to me when I did win dissertation of the year because I didn't really know how good my work was. Like, I really didn't. I mean, I'm, I'm from a town of 500 people in the middle of the prairie, and I would have never guessed that this small town girl would could win this. Like, I you just think of everybody else being so much smarter than you, and you know that they can just do better work. And I I didn't know really. Um, you know, I I got I was pushed and I was challenged, and um, Doctor Doctor Cummins just taught me so much. But I really didn't. I really didn't know that my work was what it turned out to be. And so it was just very humbling to me. I was very taken back, you know, um, here, I mean, I could have quit. I could have dropped out. I, I couldn't even get through my perspectives. It took me two semesters at my previous university. I mean, so I feel like if I can do that, if I can come from that struggling to just finish the perspectives in eight months, you know, to, to, you know, getting this distinction, like I I'm blown away by that. So it's, the story might be something like from the little house on the prairie to dissertation of the year. Maybe that should be the title of the podcast, (laughs) but, but I, I hear what you're saying because I, I think it's that inner voice that says, never give up, keep working. You can do it. But I would also, I also believe it was some support, like from even Dr. Smolka and Dr. Cummins, that you know kept you going and, and gave you really good feedback in terms of how to to get better and I think they certainly did that and you certainly took their vi- their advice because you did win a very uh, prestigious award 
for dissertation of the year for the whole university this year. And that, again, they're very, you're in a very uh, small club of, of educators. So some great advice there, Bobby. I, I certainly appreciate hearing all of that. Last question. And this is something that's very near and dear to my heart, as well as uh, most of our, if not all of our faculty, obviously at NCU, because we really want students not only learn, but we want them to take their knowledge and skills and do something with all of that for the betterment of all humankind. So how do you plan to utilize what you've learned at NCU now that, that you've graduated, you're a, uh, you're a scholar, you have your doctorate, what are you going to do with that, with that knowledge, that experience moving forward? Well, you know, um, as I, you know, had completed my dissertation, um, you know, it really wasn't my intention at the time to con to continue writing. You know, I, I really, I, I, I live on the reservation. I, I taught here for 25 years. Native American educational issues is where my heart is at. Education on the reservation where I live is where my heart is at um, and in South Dakota. But for Native Americans all over the U.S. And, but, you know, I, I really want to try to impact, you know, the educational issues that are right here on the reservation where I live and, and try to uh, close the, the gap that we see between, um, you know, the white student population and Native American student population. And so I want to see that trend change. And so I really want to have action. I really want to take action. Um, but in this whole process, you know, um, you know, Dr. C and I have talked about collaborating and I, I am, um, you know, intending to continue writing off of my dissertation as well. And so I am, you know, working towards that way now as well, but I'm definitely, um, I want to roll my sleeves up and, and get to work, so to say. So, um, I want to be in schools and impacting schools here and, and helping educators here right where I live. So I don't want to just be in an office um, writing, but I think I can find a balance of, of the two. Yes, absolutely. What, what, what a compelling story. And uh, I, I guess you can say your work is just now beginning <laughs> in a sense. You've, you've, you've this monster of a dissertation, but now, you know, really putting it to use, your, your work is really beginning and, and what a compelling, powerful story to to really help Native Americans, um, you know, advance in, in their educational accomplishments and really focus on on, on assisting this group. So a very, um, you know, compelling story. So proud of you. So proud of your accomplishments. And I know for all of us here at NCU, we'll be proud of your your future accomplishments as well. So I just want to thank you again, Dr. Meyer, for sharing your experiences um, with obviously trans transitioning into NCU and, and completing your doctorate. We are, we're, we're so proud again of your accomplishments and we do hope you'll remain involved with the NCU community as an alumni. I'm sure you will. Um, you've developed some really strong relationships, um, certainly with your chair and perhaps some other, some other students and other instructors along the way, but please come back often and we'll always appreciate hearing about your accomplishments and, and, and your life as you, as you kind of work through all of your work. So, so, Sam, uh, this is all I have. Uh, I'll turn it back to you. Thank you so much. Uh, well, this will conclude today's podcast. Again, special thanks uh, to Dr. Bobby Maher and Dr. Andy Riggle. Again, congratulations on that dissertation of the year. We are so proud, like Dr. Riggle had said. 
Be sure to check back for new podcasts as we talk to others in the NCU community in the coming weeks. On behalf of Dr. Maher and Dr. Riggle, this is Samantha reminding me that at NCU, you have what it takes to change the world. We offer what it takes to make it happen. Until next time, goodbye.